Most often when starting a business, we talk a lot about strategy, building relationships, making sure that you know your ideal client or customer. And also we talk about how to plan appropriately for scale. But rarely do you hear people talk about the mindset of being a entrepreneur or a small business owner. And also rarely do you hear people talk about spiritual principles as it pertains to business. And my guest today is going to talk to us about the mindset of being an entrepreneur and spiritual principles that we can apply in order to make sure that the foundation of our business is exactly what it needs to be in order to grow a profitable and very successful business. This is going to be a different type of episode, but a very valuable and good episode. Let's get started. going on everyone welcome to another episode and another week of the maximize your brand podcast you know i'm always excited that you are with me each and every week especially even more excited that you join me via video as i interview some of my great guests and this week we have another great guest who's gonna give us some value bombs throughout this particular episode And my guest is Arjan Rai. He is a New York City-based entrepreneur who is on a mission to support small businesses with the power of visualized data science and artificial intelligence for digital marketing at HelloWoofy.com. He's a firm believer that every SMB should have an unfair advantage to compete against unlimited marketing budgets. He has raised... He was raised from professional investors and personally invested nearly 500000 in pre-seed VC funding, as well as obtained corporate partners, including Fortune 500 companies such as Microsoft and Google, resulting in over 135000 in strategic resources. And today we're going to be talking to him all about the mentality and the spiritual aspects of building a startup. And I wanted to talk about this because many of us are bootstrapping or we are really wanting to get our ideas off the ground or really want to start that business. But yet the foundation of getting started has to do with mindset and has to do with some spiritual aspects of getting it started. And so we're going to go ahead and welcome my guest in today. Welcome, Arjan Rai, and make sure I'm saying that correctly. You can correct me if I'm not. No, absolutely. It's, it's perfectly uh, perfectly the right way to say it. And I just want to say thank you for the opportunity. And spirituality is something that's very near and dear. Um, in fact, it's also uh, very prominently uh, uh, described on my dating profile because that's super important to me. Um, okay. And uh, I mean, 
building a business uh, I've been doing it for so, such a long time, it, it definitely tests a lot of beliefs. It tests a lot of, uh, you know, circ- it, just, it just tests you in terms of how far you can push yourself. And then once you push yourself to that limit, you end up realizing that, oh, you can actually go even further and yeah. you end up growing uh, in, in de- various ways. So looking forward to a conversation. Well, Arjan, I actually gave a brief, you know, bio for you, but I always like my guests to introduce themselves and tell us a little bit more about themselves because you have firsthand knowledge of mm-hmm. all the things that you're doing in the world. So why don't you yeah. take some time out to introduce yourself? Yeah. So as the, as the hat says, uh, Hello, Wafi. Um, we are a smart marketing dashboard for small business owners. We like to say, you know, underdog, you know, small business owners being underdogs and obviously being an underdog myself can uh, definitely feel the the need to be able to know exactly what to say, how to say it, when to say it. And, and so if you use a lot of complex technology, we like to say smart marketing technology uh, to figure those things out. We originally started as a social media scheduling platform. And then during the pandemic, we realized that all of the underdogs and small businesses, they really had to focus on blogging. And so we repurpose our technology to allow for blogging, automation, content creation for blog posts and things of that nature. And then even 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 uh, even during the pandemic, we realized that smart speakers, the uh, the devices that you may use, the Alexa devices, the Google Homes, and things like that, we realized that they were growing very very quickly because guess what? Everyone was stuck at home, and people were consuming content. Streaming content became a huge topic for 2020 and 2021 now. And uh, but the only issue was that small businesses didn't have the the ability to capture attention. Uh, of their customers, just like Netflix or Hulu did. Um, and so we, we started building technology to allow any business owner, any un- underdog to start scheduling content to their customers' living rooms, have a one-to-one relationship there, sell to them, promote to them. And uh, so that's the technology that we're building around the idea of smart speaker marketing. But how we got here is is <laughs> is an interesting journey. I, I feel like it's going to be a movie one day, uh, probably a two-part movie because it definitely has tested a lot of spiritual aspects of myself and i'm just blessed to have an incredible team incredible investors and more importantly the the best customers i can ever ask for and you know i think it's just important to share what that process and what that journey looked like you know we can Mm -hmm. learn a lot from other entrepreneurs and building businesses as far as you know what it took you know, what were some of the downfalls? What were some of the successes? What were some of the things that you thought were going to go well, but ended up not going so well? So that's why I want to really talk about this aspect of developing the mindset and developing uh, the spiritual aspect, because I, I do believe that there is a high level of spiritual consciousness in building a business, because we, we talk a lot about, you know, generating revenue and being profitable and, you know, talk about who's your ideal customer or client and how to scale your business. But what about the, just the foundation aspects of building a business? It really takes you developing a mindset and some type of spiritual practice, whatever your faith or belief is in order to Uh really hang in there to make it successful. And so give us a little bit of information that, allows us to know why did you decide to pursue uh, this type of business and what made you really want to be an entrepreneur? So so the why is actually, I it's the only thing I know in terms of um, 
the the mindset. I've always been selling something. I've always been negotiating. I've always, always been selling something or the other. I've been an entrepreneur since I was a you know seven six years old. But my entrepreneurship journey and startup started as a teenager. Built. Uh, I've done about four startups at this point. And um, the, as far to, to answer your question on the spiritual side of things, I was in a store in Union Square, which now is called Namaste Bookshop. And I I don't know if you remember in, in like Bed Bath and Beyond, you had those kiosks where you could you know tap on the CD yeah. albums and you can listen to them and put the headphones on. And so they had one of those almost a decade over a decade ago. Um, and so I listened to one. It's called The Secret. I clicked on The Secret album, and and for those of you who don't know the the book, it's actually based off Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich book wow. from the 1900s. And uh, Rhonda Byrne came up with a modern version of that, all about law of attraction, the mindset, and things like that. So I highly recommend grabbing that the, grabbing that book in an audio format because it completely changed my life. And everything I did after that was was a series of miracles. And, uh, and it really set me on the right path in terms of how do you think, how you think and how you treat people and the circumstances that come uh, as a result of that are all correlated with one another. You know, the law of attraction, if you believe in it, or, you know, everything happens for a reason. And uh, one thing led to the other, and I ended up building four startups. I, I always knew that I would find the right mentors. I always knew that capital will show itself. I always knew that opportunities would present itself and they, lo and behold, did. And uh, not always, you know, it didn't like magically appear in front of me. I had to work for it. But um, so long as I had the mindset to be open-minded and to be aware that these things are on their way, they're always coming at, at me. I, I started recognizing in my environment the people that could prevent, present the opportunities or the the, the events and the, and the conferences I found myself at with, without any reason why I was there. And one thing led to the other. And I realized that, like Steve Jobs said, you can connect the dots looking back. It made complete sense why I met this person, why I went to this event, why why I fell here, and you know, as someone helped me up, and and that person tend to, you know turned out to be a good friend uh, as a result uh, down the road. Everything just happened for a reason. And so with this company, um, I started off with you know one of my closest friends, and uh, as a co-founder, ended up having to let him go along with several other people as well, and go into a series of turnaround events where I had to turn the company around for less than ten thousand dollars, and we had like a couple of weeks of burn left in the bank. Mm. And so when you're seeing you know the uh, when you're seeing the end almost in in front of you, you and 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 you know all of a sudden an opportunity presents itself, which it did in this situation. I found a position that paid really well, so I could use the salary and put another $120,000 in credit cards into the company to you know, save it. Um, <laughs> miracles do happen. And uh, uh, about a year and a half later, or about a year later, once we were getting ready to launch the company, relaunch the company, because we had to start from scratch, um, in August, a company by the name of AppSumo called us up. And, and CapSumo, for people who don't know what it is, is essentially the QVC or the home shopping network of software companies, right. flash sales and things like that. But they have a huge audience, uh, much like QVC. Um, and, uh, and so what that ended up happening is they emailed me, they said, Hey, we heard about your great company online and we'd love to see if you're, if you need, if you'd like to partner with us and we could help you launch. And I'm like, we're a little, very humble startup out of New York. What did you hear about us? Absolutely. <laughs> um, well, that was in August of 2019. Uh, a few days later, uh, my dad called me up and I think it was like two or three o'clock in the morning. He texted me and called me and he said, hey, your mom's been taken to the hospital. You, you know, mm -hmm. come to New Jersey uh, as soon as you can. Uh, she ended up passing away a couple of days later. And mm -hmm. 
it, it was it was it was it hit me right at the moment where I had to hit the button for uh, turning on the cremating cremating machine or uh, cremation machine because uh, in our culture we, we we it's not burial it's you know you cremate the the the, uh, the, right. the people who pass away and it didn't hit it just at that point I just lost it in, in tears and everything but guess what and while I was in the hospital an email showed up in my inbox saying hey we know we rejected you for a TV show a couple of weeks ago uh, um, you know we'd like we have a couple extra slots are you still willing to come out to California and and be on the on on the show and I was like Absolutely. We won that show <laughs> um, oh, a year later because wow. uh, it was filmed and then it was the pandemic hit. So between the first round to the finals, it took about a year. And uh, it was it was incredible because, uh, you know, just one thing led to the other. We launched in December 2019 and we grew 21,000 percent in 2020, helping thousands of small businesses all over the world. And in about a year and a half, we've done over a quarter million in revenue. Um, we've doubled our monthly revenue at this point, uh, between this year and last year. And, you know, at the end of the day, you know, the mindset going back to the secret, the way you treat people, the way you think from a spiritual angle. And if you believe in the, the dots connect looking backwards, Mm -hmm. everything just turns out. Even today, I mean, like if you don't go to my Twitter, I have have a tweet from six hours ago that says things that make my, my day, the things that make my day these days, reducing server costs by 50%. <laughs> and, that's, and, and that's interesting. One of my one of my most memorable quotes from that speech that Steve Jobs gave is that you can only connect the dots looking backwards, and you don't fully understand everything along the journey. I'm even going through my own challenges in business mm. now, and sometimes it it looks like, am I going to make it? You know, what's going to be the next thing? You know, what am I supposed to be doing? And sometimes you're not supposed to be doing anything. But yet mm. trusting the process and allowing mm. allowing life to happen in the way it's supposed to happen to present you what that next step is. And so I want to kind of go back a little bit because you talked about a couple of things. Um, you talked about uh, having to uh, take an opportunity that was a job that kind of helped yep. bridge. You talked about being in credit card debt. You know, several things. And so I think I want to go back and talk a little bit about that because some people think that that's the end. You know, some people think that I'm no longer an entrepreneur now that I've accepted this job, you know, to kind of bridge the gap. And so talk a little bit more about the time that you had to take the job in order to continue the process of building the business. Well, I was applying to jobs left and right, and I was like, "We only have you know a few thousand dollars left." I I, I told I said ten thousand, uh, give or take. Uh, that was like I think Q two of twenty eighteen or something like that. And uh, you know, living I've lived off a thousand dollars a month at one point in New York, and and the, you know, one of my uh, friends at the at that time was like, "Hey, why don't you help me out with design and product and things like that?" And you know. It just ended up being a great position that was uh, for about a year. And I plowed every single dollar I made from it, plus all my personal credit cards. Um, my my girlfriend at the time helped us out as well by taking out additional credit cards that, you know, I, I paid off uh, as, as afterwards. We just, we, we knew that this had to exist. We knew that this product had to exist to ser- serve other uh, underdog small business owners in the world and I went all in and I knew you know to your point that you know uh, the there there's 
everything will happen and everything happens for a reason. And I have the same philosophy for when it comes to dating or finding the right person. I, I, you know, I always, whenever my friends are like chasing people or they see someone incredibly beautiful on the streets and like, that's fine. You recognize that beauty there, but be, be grateful that there's so much beauty around you in general, mm-hmm. but you're going to find yourself at a dinner table across the person that's perfect for you. Or you're going to be at the bar standing, waiting for your drink and you're standing next to the perfect person for you as well. Chasing doesn't get you anywhere. Chasing actually makes the thing go away further and further. Mm-hmm. And so I've always wanted to present myself. And this is actually another philosophy I've, I believe in personally and I, in my business and personal life is spend 90, 85 to 90% of your time in things uh, you know really well or with people you know really well and keep 10 to 15% of your time and resources for uh, people and things you have no idea about. Because the more you're open-minded, and the secret taught me this from a spiritual angle, the more you'll understand that your vision isn't like a horse, which is right in front of you. It's actually much more uh, peripheral. There's so much happening in the in the 10, 15% you don't actually focus in on. Right. And so I've gotten into fashion and real estate and candle making and carpentry. I, a lot of the things you see around me has been custom built. I've made inventions at home as furniture. And guess what? It makes me a better software designer. It makes me a better entrepreneur. It makes me think more creative, uh, creatively when it comes to the financial projections. And I would answer that question is that from a spiritual angle, all of these things happen for a reason, but don't be limited to your beliefs. Be open-minded because everything just has a weird way to interlink at some point. So good. So good. I was listening to a little bit of Tony Robbins today and one of the things he was sharing and it was just a snippet, but he was talking about if you want to really make that lasting change, you have to immerse yourself in the thing that you know you want to create. And when you talk uh-huh. about the credit card debt and when you talk about all the different things that you did in order to keep the baby alive, you know, uh-huh. what type of mindset does one have to have? I mean, you said a hundred and something thousand dollars in credit card debt. So you yep. really believed in this dream that you were yeah. willing to go in enough debt that could have bought a house to yeah. make it happen. What was that mindset? What was, because you said that you had to be all in. Why do you have yeah. to be all in to make it happen? You, you, it, if you're just doing it for the sake of doing it, it's just going to be very surface level. The universe is going to know about it. Your friends are going to know about it. And as soon as something hits a slight speed bump, you're uh, you're 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 gonna go off to the side and, and just wait on the sidebook and give up. Um, and and for me, this is all I know. I I I made I came to New York on you know quote unquote to make it. I used to listen to Alicia Keys' uh, solo version of Empire uh, Empire State of Mind, not the one with Jay Z. That one's a great song, but the better song is the one with Alicia Keys by herself. And if you hear the iHeartRadio version, and because it has a little bit of an interview in the beginning of the music video, mm-hmm. she talks about how she's on the B- BQE, which is the Brooklyn, I believe the Brooklyn Bridge or the Queensboro Bridge. And uh, she's driving and uh, all of a sudden she almost serves her car out of control because she hears her uh, song, one of her first songs on the radio. And I came from I came from a radio background, okay. um, and uh, it's so interesting because, it, you know, her, that was her calling to you know in making it in New York. My calling was to come to New York, build a startup, live the startup life, but actually create value for for people. And so to give any bit of that up was was a, a step backwards, mm. and uh, and also 
if you think about uh, Elon Musk, and I have a, I have a couple of Elon Musk quotes uh, in in front of me. One of he, one of the ones he talks about is instead of hosting baby showers, let's host business showers when people sell, you know create their business. Let's celebrate that. Um, but uh, if you think about Elon Musk, he made you know a few hundred million dollars from PayPal. But he plowed every single dollar into all three of his companies, and yeah. he at one point he was jokingly saying, jokingly saying that he had to you know borrow for rent, and I was like, if he can do it at that level, I could totally do it at the at the hundred thousand, hundred seventy thousand dollar level. And uh, today I've tripled the company's valuation. I guess on paper I'm a millionaire mm -hmm. um, because of because I own majority of the company, but none of that matters unless small businesses get ahead. 400,000 businesses shut down last year. It's my bad that I couldn't reach them. Um, if they knew about us, we could have saved a good portion of them. And that's my mission is to build as big of a company as possible with, uh, you know, helping the smallest ones. Well, did you not focus? Because I'm, I'm really getting into listening to a lot of Abraham Hicks and uh, mm. she talks about, you know, energy and alignment and, and yeah. focus and, of course, the law of attraction. And yeah. one of the things I am beginning to fully understand, even in practicing some of the things that she teaches on, even though I, I am a Christian, I, I can align a lot of the things that she teaches on to scripture. And as um, I was kind of thinking about it, so your focus had not what couldn't have been on the fact that you were $170,000 in debt. Oh, I was like, I need to put more in. And uh, I don't know, it's, it's like one of those situations that few people find themselves in and few people can sustain themselves from a mental health perspective, mm -hmm. um, which is another side of the conversation, which, you know, we can talk about is like how far you can push yourself to the point of insanity. Um, and I, I just I saw the salary come in and I plowed it in. I plus I wrecked on my credit cards. <laughs> I have more every month. And I was like, I'm going to pay each and every one of my guys that is working on the project because they have to put food on the table. And uh Within a year, we had a company, we had a new platform and we launched it and we made, I think, like 30 grand in the first month or so. And, uh, you know, that was a flash sale with AppSumo. And uh, and then we've always, you know, we've been we've been going up and up since then. Wow. And actually, the other thing is, and you talk about consciousness, mm -hmm. the, the way our platform is designed the is design is essentially the more customers join the platform the data and the way and we're about to get a patent on on some of the things i'm talking about or have built is um the the more data that comes in from an artificial intelligence or just intelligence perspective the better recommendations every single one of the customers gets mm. you think about it from a collective consciousness uh, a, a group of Two yogis, it's great. They're chanting and they're, you know, they're they're focusing in on what they're working on, uh, and then the beliefs that they have to put into a universe. But what about a thousand? Yeah. And 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 um, the, uh, all the, you know, sometimes people will get together and yogis will get together and they'll do the Om uh, chant, and it's very powerful to hear the Om chant. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, the more people join in, the better it sounds. And similarly in our platform, the more businesses join in the better recommendations all of the small businesses and underdogs get because we can learn from that artificial, uh, that data and make our AI better. So it's a very interesting thing how we've been able to take a little bit of spirituality and inculcate that into how our basic technology works. And, and I just hope other founders that do the same thing as well. Nice, nice. Such great information to, to learn of your journey of entrepreneurship. Hey, just popping in real quick to say two things. Thank you for listening to the Maximize Your Brand podcast each and every week. 
And number two, I want to let you know that I am offering a brand new program called Laser Coaching with Markeith Brayton. I know you have dreams. I know you have aspirations and things that you want to do. And sometimes you just need a little bit of accountability to get you moving in the direction that you desire to go in. I can remember back in 2014, when I first got laid off my job, I had a decision to make. Was I going to pursue my dream or was I going to go back to the nine to five rat race that I just did not enjoy? And the only thing that really helped me to make that decision was that I invested in myself and got coaching. And that coaching was tremendous in my making the decision to keep going and pursuing my entrepreneurial dream of becoming a professional speaker and a digital personal brand coach. And today, I want to make that same offered opportunity to you, that if you're ready to move to your next level, if you're ready to learn how to leverage your personal brand for a business, then this opportunity is great for you. Laser Coaching with Markeith Brayden. It's a three-month time frame where you get up to 15 to 30 minutes unlimited laser coaching. But there is one caveat. You have to make sure that you finish the homework from each coaching session before you schedule a new one. And once again, it is for a 90-day time frame and it's unlimited coaching, 15 to 30 minutes. You can schedule as many as you want as long as you do your homework in between the sessions before you schedule your next session. So if you are interested in laser coaching and this offer, I want you to go to markeithbrayton.com forward slash laser coaching. That's markeithbrayton.com forward slash laser coaching. And let's move you in the direction that you want to move in because sometimes you just need a little bit of accountability to help you along the way. I look forward to seeing you signing up for Laser Coaching with Marquise Brayton. What I want to do now is, you know, let's start providing some value, more value mm-hmm. to those who are, you know, they're at the point where they really are ready to make that dream come alive or they're at the beginning stages. You know, give us some tips on, step-by-step, what are some things that we need to begin to practice in order to see that thing, that dream, that business come alive? So step one, you know, what do we need to be clear on? You you really have to be clear on, are you really solving a problem that exists or, or you're making a, a, a tool, a, a feature that's 10 to 15% better than something that exists. Okay. And both are fine. 10 to 15%, uh, you know, better than something else that exists is, is a business. Um, it's, it's, it's a business. And if you can reduce the price point, um, that's, that's great too. In our case, we not only realize that other scheduling platforms for social media were just very clunky, outdated. The industry hadn't innovated in almost a decade. 
Um, and, and, and so that was a premise, but then we said, let's not just make something 10, 15% better. Let's make sure that we do social with AI focus. It's affordable, it's beautiful, but then also blogging. And then let's take something that has never been done before, which is smart speaker marketing, allowing any business owner to broadcast to their customers, living rooms with their, their opt-in let's, you know, blow everything out of the water. And so, so I would say, Start with a kernel of an idea. Make sure you're solving something that exists and people are willing to pay for. Slowly increase the difference, the differentiation between you and your competitors, your biggest competitors, and then just keep honing in on that because their product cycles. I mean, in our we we've talked to a couple of our competitors from strategic angle, their cycles are quarterly or yearly. You want a feature in, you wait till next year. Uh, in your case, you have the advantage of being nimble and being able to move really quickly. So learn what the feature that you really want to build your customers and want, nurture a community around your product. And that would probably be step two is start asking your customers what they want uh, to see and then only include 90% of your product roadmap to that. Because 10%, to my earlier point, should be in special projects. Features you would probably get a no or I don't know, but you think it's very cutting edge. And uh, the smart speaker scheduler, the Google Chrome extension we built were, were both special projects. So that's probably step two is build a community around your your product and service. Um, step three, make sure you're not burning yourself out. I have burned myself out on many occasions. And today I'm very lucky to live right next to Central Park and waterfalls and mm-hmm. a lake. And so every, every, every day at lunchtime, my dog and I go, you'll see videos on my Instagram, we go and hang out by the waterfall and for maybe 20, 30 minutes, um, I'll do a jog for about an hour and and then come back and you know plow away on my sales calls, pitch my pitches for raising capital and then uh, and and then uh, have some downtime in the evening with friends or go on a date and and, and then come back and you know play with my dog again. So it's I, having done the burnout session, I don't recommend it. One of the things that really helped me um, is using Calendly. The groove feature in Calendly for your sales calls is a, is a lifesaver. And what I mean is I would actually do 20-minute calls one-on-one with customers back in the day. And then I was doing like 12, 15, 30 calls a day. Um, and then I realized that this is a very hidden feature, which is why I'm saying please focus on focus in on this, is that you can actually have multiple customers on the same call with you with one demo you've been able to show five or 10 invest, uh, uh, potentially uh, customers what your product is about. And that reduced my calls by probably 75% and I, my revenue tripled as a result as well. Um, nice. So start using tools, like maximize your, your time. Because time's not, that's the one thing you can't get back. Yeah, time you can't get back. And so you said there's a demo feature now to Calendly that allows people to almost kind of like a webinar, I guess. Yeah, it's a group feature. Um, I would say, you know, look at Google, Google at Calendly group and you can have multiple invites fire away on to each of the customers or potential customers and they get a calendar invite. They get the Zoom link. Uh, I recommend integrating with Zoom, uh, your Calendly account, and you'll have it, you know, on your calendar as well. And all the 10 customers will have it and they won't see each other's by the way. Yeah. And I think it was great advice to, you know, going back to your first point in order for you to know what that 10%, 15% uh, being better or uniqueness from your competition, you have to do research. You really have to research what the market currently has in order for you to, to know that. Right. And so I think sometimes we fail to do the research in order to know what the market could bear and and in order in, in order yep. to know where we fit in the market but don't let that hold you back as the is the point because mm-hmm. if 
if Elon Musk didn't believe that there could be another car company, right? Um, or 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 even Ford a hundred years ago could believe that he could build a better car because there were cars before Ford, but the Model T. Um, sometimes you just have to take a, a winger and and do it yourself, and yeah. this is kind of the case in Elon. In my case, is that I had to plow capital my own capital and capital I didn't have, I obviously credit cards and, uh, and believe in something that, you know, go so far as to plowing everything into it. And that's kind of where, you know, the, the, the moonshots come out of, um, you know, today we are at a point, thanks to Elon's efforts, entirely his efforts in the private aerospace industry. Mm-hmm. We have <laughs> someone paid millions of dollars to go into space on origin, blue origin, right. And Elon's on, on the way to, you know, building the ability to get to Mars, like private space industry and obviously last year or two years ago the space force was started it's it's all because of what happened decades ago um and someone believed in plowing everything that he had into an industry that now exists and it will continue expanding so you have to believe you have to invest you have to be willing to do the work things that we know Uh sometimes we just take for granted that we can skip some of the steps but you got to do all of the steps in order to get to the point where you want to go. And so I have a couple of more questions. And these are two questions that um, I know that you often like uh, asked. And the, fir- and the first one is, is what was the most challenging situation you faced? And how did you come out on the other end? Boy, um, I'll go back to that, uh, the time when the TV show emailed us and said, hey, we'd like you on the show, because not only did the TV show bring us a lot of, you know, notoriety and attention, they actually had partnered with a company called Republic, uh, which is a crowdfunding equity crowdfunding uh, platform. And uh, the reason I bring this up is because through that that relationship that we we fostered with them, we were able to raise about six hundred grand, a little under six hundred grand from the public markets. When if, for people who don't know what equity crowdfunding is, it's a great solution probably for your business. Definitely do your do your research in that field, but you can raise capital from your own customers uh, in a very efficient oh, yeah. manner. Yeah. So we raised as low as $100 in those two campaigns. And uh, some people put in thousands of dollars. Some people put in hundreds of dollars or just 100 bucks. And our investors were, the, the pitch was very simple. You, you buy the software for $50 or $100, depending on the tier, and you invest $100 into a company, become an affiliate, and potentially make all of it back and still have shares of the upside in the company, right? It was a no-brainer. Uh, uh, sales pitch there and so that's one of the things that I'll, I'll recommend doing uh, taking a look at that because that was a finding capital was a challenge back then and I always knew money will show itself and time, from time to time I'll get an introduction on LinkedIn saying hey this is a great person to talk to and she ended up putting in 25k gave us a couple of more you know weeks or months of runway um, and so because of that, we actually were able to save the company. We raised about mm-hmm. today. We've done about seven hundred thirty thousand in equity crowdfunding, and that's more than half of our capital raised to date. Mm-hmm. All the other ones are funds and, and angel investors, but um, majority of our capital was raised from the public markets. Which and what was so, that so platform again? It's called Republic.co, and then the other camp, the other campaign we ran, uh, the last one we did was on WeFunder.com. Okay. Um, and so that's, and we're going to do more in the future as well, letting our customers invest and have the upside. But, um, yeah. What was a defining moment in your life that swayed the trajectory of your assumed path forward? When we started getting a lot of conversation on the M&A side and on the venture capital side around our smart speaker scheduler. Yeah. 
people are like, okay, yeah, great. You're doing 20 grand, 15 grand, 18 grand a month and driving you on the social media blogging side of the business. Um, but what is this thing that you're working on the side and, and as a special project? And uh, once I started getting conversation after conversation, you know, heading in that direction, I knew that we had to double down on this. And then I was like furiously Googling and trying to see if there were any competitors, anything similar. And I found some similar ideas where you could like kind of drag and drop and make your own skill, but nothing from a perspective of getting mm -hmm. a business owner to sell directly to the 50 most loyal customers and having those customers click to buy, you know, you know, right. be able to have a conversation. Like it's never been done before. It's like home shopping network or QVC for every business owner, no matter how big or small you are. And so we all, we redirected a lot of resources to that effort and, and, we're actually going to be in California in a couple of weeks to uh, to to you know hopefully raise capital there as well to focus in on this and allowing business owners to then sell to one another, pay one another, market to each other's audiences. Just never been done before on smart speakers, and um, so I, I knew at that point once we started having those conversations that this was there was something here. A, it's never been done before, but more importantly, the small businesses should have the same opportunity as a Netflix to broadcast to the same audiences, um, not because you know. Not not have that uh, ability because they have a smaller budget, but mm -hmm. because they actually have a better message or maybe a more meaningful message. So we're leveling a playing field. Nice, nice, nice. Such great, valuable information. It's good to hear someone else's journey who has, you know, Thank you. took it from concept <laughs> to uh, being almost fully grown because you're still growing. You're still yep. uh, getting uh, capital for the business and still pitching in various areas. And so I always give my guests an opportunity to leave some final words of encouragement uh, to that entrepreneur who is in your shoes, creating yep. uh, some new tech company, or maybe starting out at their business as a coach or a speaker or a consultant or some type of brick and mortar. What would, what would you say to them in this moment? There's the, uh, I, there's one, um, saying I, Robert said on, on Shark Tank, which is it ends the way it starts. And almost in every relationship, every in every such circumstance, I found that the way it starts pretty much dictates how it's going to end. So if your gut is saying something, if you're, if you're, um, be open-minded, but there's something about sixth sense and gut feeling, you know, that's, that's super important. Listen to it. It's your intuition. Um, and the other thing I was going to say is always be a part of that 10%, the first 10% of early adopters. You may have seen that example of a chart where it's like early adopters in the beginning and then laggers and then people who are like late adopters. Always be about the, in the first 50, you know, 10, 5 to 10% because that really sets the tone for where you're going to be uh, on a long-term basis. I mean, for example, Greenhouse launched uh, 24 hours ago on Spotify and I immediately joined and I found about Greenhouse on Clubhouse, which I joined seven months ago. Um, and, and, and now Clubhouse is a huge driver of revenue for us. And, you know, we'll see how Greenhouse does for us as well, but the audience is being developed there. So just be at the forefront. doesn't matter how big your business is or how small. Um, always be cutting edge because that allows you to become a thought leader in a category that people you know want to learn about. And obviously in this category is social audio. So it ends the way it starts and always be a early adopter. So interesting you mentioned Clubhouse because I was on it early, but I just didn't embrace it as, as others did. I just felt like I just did not want another platform to be on, you know, and um, I've seen some people be very successful uh, with it who adopted it very early. I think I joined around 
November, early November, I believe I got on Clubhouse, but I just just didn't put a lot of time in it. But that's a good mm. advice to always be a part of that first ten percent. Yeah, really good. Well, Arjan, uh, share a little bit about uh, how they can learn more about your business and sure. um, where we can find you online, and and maybe. If you're still looking for some customer, uh, potential customer or client investors, how they can do that? Yeah, absolutely. HelloWoofy.com. It's just like it says on my hat, H-E-L-L-O, Woofy, W-O-O-F-Y. And uh, email me. It's my first name at HelloWoofy.com, A-R-J-U-N, at HelloWoofy. And email me your story. What's your small business about? What are some of the things you're looking for? You're wishing that you're the marketing platform that, you know, if you could miraculously make one, what would what would be the feature that you would want in it or features? Because uh, we take customer feedback very seriously. Even if you're a customer or not a customer, we take feedback very seriously um, or, or recommendations. We also have a Facebook group called Content Masters. You'll see in there what people are loving about us, what we need to fix about the platform, what people want us to build. Um, it's a very uh, family of a, business, of, a, of a Facebook group where people are nurturing and helping each other as well, building relationships. So definitely join that. But um, as far as the investment is concerned, keep an eye out for our next equity crowdfunding campaign. Um, and uh, obviously details will be on our website as well. But uh, just say hello, email me. Nice. Well, I don't know if you're at home or in your office, but that's a huge TV back there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a that's one of my creations. Uh, it's a it's a it's a 4K projector on a track because I couldn't find a track, so I had to build one. And it's uh it's about 25 pounds on a on a track that can hold like a thousand pounds, and it goes from 80 inches to 200 inches because no one builds tracks, so I had to build my own. That was one of my carpentry efforts. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Oh, it's also running a fire TV. <laughs> got it, got it, got it. Well, thanks for yeah. joining me for the interview and thank you for joining us for another episode of maximize your brand podcast we're always excited that you join us each and every week right here either on social media or listening to the audio in your favorite podcast app if you've not joined or subscribed to the podcast you can do so in itunes or your favorite platform for which you'd like to listen to your podcast each and every wednesday we bring you a brand new episode of Maybe myself solo giving some tips on personal branding and how to leverage your skill sets to create income and a lifestyle for yourself or a expert guest like today who's sharing their journey and how they have created success in their business. So until next week, just remember this. Always shoot for the top because it's the bottom that's overcrowded. Take care. Ooh, ooh, ooh.